Welcome to a conversation powered by Connected Learning, where we chat with some of today's leading minds about new learning approaches designed for the demands and opportunities of the digital age. Connected Learning values the new ways many young people today access information, gain expertise, and learn alongside peers and mentors using the internet, social networks, and digital technology. We're excited you're here to join the conversation as we seek to make learning relevant. Hi, I'm Paul O with the National Writing Project, a founding organization of the Connected Learning Alliance. And I'm talking today about Connected Learning with Janelle Bentz, a classroom teacher and a member of the North Star of Texas Writing Project. Welcome, Janelle. Hi, Paul. Hi. Um, yeah, like you said, I um, am working with the North Star of Texas Writing Project. I was originally in the Blue Bonnet Writing Project um, and switched um, for various reasons. Um, I have a long history of working at an inner city school teaching English language learners. And most recently, the past two years, I've been working at um, New Tech at Coppell. It's a project-based learning school um, in an integrated humanities class. I teach with a world geography um, facilitator, and I am the English one facilitator for our rookies. Wonderful. And not only do you have a, a long history of uh, writing project work, but you and I have worked together for a number of years, probably too many to, <laughs> to recount here um, for public consumption. But uh, among all the things that, that you and I have worked on together over the years, most recently, you and I have uh, collaborated on, uh, been thinking through the use of a Twitter-based campaign called Do Now through an educator innovator partner called um, that many people know of um, KQED, uh, the the public media station out of the Bay Area, and I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about Do Now and the kind of work that you're doing with your youth, and the way in which you think about that work in relation to connected learning principles. Excellent. Yeah, um, I am really happy actually to be able to be a part of Do Now. It's definitely something that we want to continue integrating into our curriculum. Um, like I said, it's difficult to find uh, authentic ways to include both content areas, English One and World Geography. So when Do Now came along, it was a great way to address um, various geographical terms and current events, but then also to integrate some really important um, writing skills and English skills um, into the mix. So my work with Do Now started last year. Um, our first topic was with immigration. And even from that beginning project, um, that initial, um, our Do Now debut, I really noticed the impact that it had on our learners. I think the greatest thing about Do Now is that it opens the eyes of my learners. Right now, it's kind of like the exact opposite of where I was um, working in an urban school. This is a very affluent suburb. Um, it's got about 2% poverty. Um, and people, even within the community, talk about there being this Coppell bubble. So a lot of the learners are very homogeneous, and it's really important to me, um, and as well as my co-facilitator, to open their eyes and get, um, give them a, a look into different viewpoints and different perspectives. And Do Now has definitely done that. So just referring back to that initial um, event with the Do Now immigration, it was really, really great to see and challenge our learners to walk into that topic on whether or not there should be immigration reform with an open mind. So many of them walk in with 
um, something that they've already decided, okay, no, this is how I feel, whether that be um, through previous learning or whether that be um, just the beliefs of their parents, they kind of stick to that. But it was a really big challenge for our kids, and we just said, you know, what we want you to do is try to represent both sides, try to look at both sides, and try to gain a balanced perspective on it. And um, I think I will never forget one of the most meaningful reflections that we had was when a learner um, openly admitted that, you know, he had certain biases against immigrants who came in. And after doing the Do Now activity, um, discussing it online, um, watching various documentaries, um, talking via Twitter and things like that, he now has completely changed. And he understands more of the value and of what the immigrants bring to the country, and not only that, why it is such a complex problem. So that, to me, from the initial um, Do Now event, has, I mean, that was all I needed to say, okay, well, this is really important for us to go on with. And then this year, we've just really, our kids have really hit the ground running as far as really challenging themselves to um, not only represent their thinking, but also to look at their thinking, uh, be because it's transparent. They have to be public with their ideas and opinions and also back it up with evidence. And they also have to revisit it and say, oh, okay, well, maybe maybe that wasn't exactly how I feel, or maybe I'm developing like a different point of view right now. And so it's really great to see how they develop their thinking and actually negotiate um, with other learners and talk about with other students from across the country when they're developing newly informed opinions. What a wonderful example of a peer-mediated uh, experience for your youth. Uh, that, yeah, that, that, that's an amazing example. Uh, and from having witnessed it, I see as well that the, the kinds of interactions uh, that are occurring via um, social media spaces or at the KQED Do Now blog um, really has had an impact on your students. And the other piece that I know is happening this year is that your youth uh, and I think this happened last year as well, um, perhaps because of the context of your school itself, the, there's been a lot of media production. So this notion of uh, youth as, as uh, producers of media, uh, this notion of production-centered, a production-centered approach to learning, that also seems like it's been significant in terms of your work lately over the last couple of years. Absolutely. I, they we kind of challenged them to use a different form of media. Um, we did memes, we've done um, infographics, we've done, we do the tweet all the time and um, they also post onto the blog. And that's interesting in and of itself to see them making choices on what they choose to represent on the blog and how they have to um, fix that and revise it and really concentrate it for Twitter. So it's, it's neat to watch them grapple with that and say, Oh, they serve different purposes, but that's kind of another topic. But, um, yeah, so we've done that. We've done um, Vokies. We've done, oh, gosh, movies. We've done posters, like propaganda posters. We've done also um, Zegas. We've done GIFs. Um, and the great thing about it is is that um, <laughs> when we heard our kids talk, reflecting about Do Now earlier in previous webinars, they were like, I don't even know how they find all these different ways for us to uh, create these, these this media, but it's really great to have all these different choices. And so now, as since we are, you know, we have a product at the end to, for them to demonstrate their understanding at the end of each project, 
they really have opened up, you know, their um, choices that they have on how to represent their thinking and their learning. So it's great to see them use the media that they've had experience with in the do nows um, in various contexts of different projects in different content areas. And I, I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit more about this notion of the significance of giving your kids, your youth, opportunities to create with media. Why do you think that that's so important? I think it's important because our kids definitely are consumers of this media. In fact, that's one of the things that, yeah, it's really great that we're an open school as far as we have an open network. Our kids can go on social media um, because we can see the importance and the value of social media in learning. And um, our kids are able to see that too, and, as far, and also is making a change in civic education. Um, and they've learned that in some of the highlights of their um, tweeting for change would probably be the, the Do Now Malala. Um, we also did, for teacher appreciation, we asked them, you know what would we really like if you guys contributed to the hashtag Bring Back Our Girls? So um, anyway, they see the value and how social media can really impact change. So knowing that and knowing that they themselves consume this media, it gives them a different appreciation and a different lens to look at this media. They can kind of look at it and say, oh, okay, I see. They made this choice to demonstrate this certain idea. But I bet if they had believed this, they could do they would do something else. Like maybe the text would be a different color or maybe this would stand out instead of that or maybe that picture would be framed differently. Um, and we see them making those choices when they're creating their movies, when they're creating their infographics. Um, they're saying, well, no, because I'm, I have to create this product to support my informed opinion. And so now they know not only does media influence their understanding and their perspective, they know now also that what they create can have that same impact and that same influence on people who consume their media. It's an incredible lesson, it seems to me, with regard to the tools of civic engagement today. I, I, love, I love that example or this set of examples. The, the other piece that I wanted to surface is the notion of shared purpose that I think is so prevalent in this kind of civic engagement work, um, both in the way that you just described it in terms of uh, your, your students, your youth getting behind a particular idea and then trying to create change. But as well, it seems to me that uh, when your students are working in your classroom, they also are coming together in a face-to-face -face way to try and understand what their shared purpose might be. Um, or to understand how they may uh, collaboratively create media. So it's, it's an interesting, um, I think, paradigm that you have in your classroom where um, my understanding from what I've seen is that your youth are not just simply making individual choices about um, and, and individual decisions, but that they're making collaborative choices uh, about the, the topic that they want to pursue, their, their interests um, with regard to the, the topic at hand and then what it is that they're going to create together. Is, is, that, is that accurate? And can you say a little bit more about Absolutely. that? Yeah, I, um, probably the last project that we did um, actually helps to support that. And kind of the last project that we did really um, owes, I think, 
its success to work with Do Now in creating media. So they were actually um, asked to examine the thin line between love and hate and talk about, you know, how love can so sim so easily translate into hate because all of a sudden your love for one thing can um, be reflected in extreme intolerance for different beliefs and things like that. So we kind of examined, we examined Romeo and Juliet for um, that idea of love and hate and talked about, you know, how it changes it between different characters and, and in different ways throughout the text. And then after that, we brought up some current events, um, things like hate crimes and genocide and just um, various items that are in the news today or recently. And they were charged with um, creating a little newscast um, for us to view. There's actually an award. They get a Benson Boyd uh, Award, Broadcasting Award. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, what part of that was um, creating an editorial piece where they were asked, you know, hey, you know, what is their call to action or what are you trying to change um, your audience's point of view um, on? What do you, and so it was great to see them look back on what they've done with the do now and their tweeting and things like that and say, you know what, it doesn't have to be something completely um, far-fetched as creating a campaign, you know, or it, it's, it's not like out of um, imagination or out of the or extraordinary to think like we could actually impact change on this topic. That, hey, you know, like, just like what we did with Bring Back Our Girls or just like what we did with, you know, the Do Now Malala, we are raising awareness. And when you raise awareness and you have people weigh in, that is a call to action and a call to action that can help change. If we make this clear that and maybe make this topic trending, people will pay attention to our point of view because all of a sudden it's really important to many people. And so it was great to see several of them say, hey, you know, um, tweet this, or hey, um, go to this website, or hey, even if you just tell like two people about this today, that's going to make a difference because a lot of people aren't aware of the situation. So, Wonderful. Yeah. Common purpose. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Janelle. Mm -hmm. we're, we're getting close to the end. I, I just want to ask you this one last question. So okay. uh, of the six connected learning principles, uh, which are the most exciting to you and why? That's really hard because I think that all six of them are important. And obviously, I would strive to have all six um, as often as possible in my um, teaching. But I would say probably today and probably for this year, it was that relevance piece, that really making it authentic and meaningful and, gosh, just something that our kids will care about today. Um, that that for us has made a big, huge change for our learners. And I think that, that when you're in education so many times, especially for teenagers, you know, they're, they're in the high school and they're like, oh, gosh, are we just going to do something else because we have to? Um, if you keep relevance in the, at the center of your work, if you keep that authenticity, if you keep that, you know, what you're doing does matter and this is how it matters and give them the tools to um, create products that are impactful, then that really helps the learners to have more buy-in and they'll remember all the other content that goes along with it. So for me today, right now, it's relevance. Wonderful. That seems like a, a great place to close. And 
Uh, thank you so much, Janelle. I could I could talk to you uh, all day, and uh, perhaps sometime soon we'll get that opportunity. But in the meantime, uh, really appreciate you taking the the time to talk with us today. Thanks for joining us here at the Connected Learning Alliance. If you missed any of this conversation or want to listen to more discussions, check out our website at CLAlliance.org or subscribe to our podcast channel on iTunes. See you back here for more talks with change makers and thought leaders who are building the next generation of learning.